Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today, save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program uh, obviously, we're, we're staying fixated, focused like a laser beam on our top story of the day, which really is 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 broader than the news. You, you, you've got now a great opportunity to compare and contrast the justice system in America. How many times have I discussed on this program we have a dual justice system? How many times have you heard me say we don't have equal justice under the law? How many times have you heard me say we don't have equal application of our laws? How many times have I said that we are risking the, the, the foundation of all laws in society if, for example, Joe Biden uh, selects what laws he wants to enforce and what he doesn't want to enforce, like at the border, or if we have one set of standards for one group of people, let's call them conservatives or Republicans, uh, or Trump, or people with the last name Trump, and we have another uh, justice system for people with the last name Clinton or the last name Biden, you know, because this is what we now know. You know, it's you you would think the mob, the media would get it. It was like in unison yesterday about Devin Archer confirming everything Joe said as a candidate, everything he said as president so many times that never once did he ever speak with his son Hunter or his brother or anybody for that matter, a direct quote about their foreign business dealings and then how only in the last two weeks did that evolve into, no, Joe, we, we continue to say that Joe never went into business with Hunter. That is not the same as having never discussed business with Hunter. That's a whole different issue. And then Archer confirming the obvious that Joe Biden lied about knowledge of Hunter's business dealings. And, you know, again and again, Hunter inviting Joe onto calls at least 20 times for 10 years. He didn't know anything about about Hunter's farm business deals. The whole time we learned last week 
when this this ridiculous, insane sweetheart, you know, slap on the wrist plea deal was called out by the judge, thankfully, in Delaware and stopped dead in its tracks because it would have prevented any future prosecution of of Hunter Biden, including on FARA violations. This this is so much bigger now. This is Joe Biden's bribery allegation scandal. That's what this now is. And we now have, wow, one alarm bell after another. And then listening to Devin Archer yesterday go before the House Oversight Committee and what we learned from Jim Jordan and James Comer and and everything that we know up to this point, Biden, you know, 20 phone calls behind the scenes. He was the closer. That's what his role was. And then Devin Archer goes into great specificity and great detail how Hunter Biden and Burisma executives called D.C., both of them called D.C. Why? To get the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. You go back to Dubai, December 4th, 2015, and and they needed, and, and Devin Archer we went as far as even saying that Burisma was going to go under because of the investigation of then-prosecutor Victor Shokin. And then Joe Biden, you know, they get him on the phone. He's on speaker, talking to the head of Burisma, other top Burisma officials. And lo and behold, he's in Ukraine a few days later talking about corrupt prosecutor in, in Ukraine, which led to the one, you know, billion taxpayer dollars being leveraged to fire the prosecutor, our taxpayer money, loan guarantees, you got six hours, or you're not getting the money. Fire the prosecutor. Son of a B, they fire him. Joe said that, bragging about it. Hunter goes on Good Morning America. We played it over and over again. He admits he has no experience at all, energy, gas, oil, or Ukraine. And he gets paid all of this money. And once the prosecutor's gone, Burisma got what they paid for. They have a 1023 form that goes into great specificity and detail by a credible FBI informant, credible uh, defined by the FBI themselves because they paid this guy hundreds of thousands of dollars. And anyway, in that form, what is he, who is he talking to? The CEO of Burisma. Oh, yeah, Hunter's dumb as a, my dog is smarter than him. He's so stupid. His words, not mine. Everybody knew he was a drug addict. All these you know, our top geopolitical foes, they knew he was a drug addict. They knew he was useless. They This guy even said he was useless in that 1023 form quoted by the FBI informant, this confidential human source. So you have all of this on the record, and we've known it for a long time. What was Hunter selling? What was Hunter offering? He wasn't selling his experience in energy. When he was shaking down the Chinese oil executive in that WhatsApp message, I am sitting here with my father. Why haven't you fulfilled your commitment? Blah, blah, blah. Well, within a week, $5 million is transferred to the Biden family. One of those, quote, LLC shell corporations. So he wasn't selling any expertise. He didn't have any. What experience did you have, Hunter? Uh, well, I worked on the board of Amtrak and the UN food program. And I'm a lawyer. Oh, no experience at all with Ukraine or energy. None. No. Well, why do you think they picked you? I don't know. Maybe because your dad was in charge of Ukraine and the Obama administration and could leverage a billion dollars. 
And then after after that guy's fired, guess who continues to get paid? That's that was the whole issue of the 1023 form, which, by the way, the FBI didn't want to hand over. This is a dual system of justice. The media doesn't care. They're not going to tell you these facts. They never they got the entire Russia collusion hoax wrong. For three years, they spread nothing but lies and conspiracy theories. This show, with two of the people that were such an integral part of our coverage, are going to join us in a second, got it right. All of it. Vindicated by the Horowitz Report, now the Durham Report. Nobody got, nobody was held responsible. Operation Crossfire Hurricane never should have been open. This is a dual justice system. Hillary Clinton, top secret classified information, no raids. The, oh, they're all worried about... Well, did Donald Trump order surveillance tapes deleted at Mar-a-Lago? He says he did not. He says that he handed over every bit of them. I'm sure that will be vetted out over time. I have no way of knowing. But that's what he says. But Hillary Clinton did delete 33,000 subpoenaed emails. And she used something none of us had ever heard of before, bleach bit, to do it. Had devices that might have had copies of these emails destroyed with hammers. And had SIM cards removed from those those devices, Blackberries, iPhones. So what was he sell? What was Hunter selling? Just keep going back. It's a dual justice. This is a very dangerous time for America. He was selling the Biden brand. Devin Archer tells us the Biden brand. It wasn't the Hunter Biden brand because that was not a particularly good brand. Anyway, um, two people have been amazing on pointing out this dual system of justice. Uh, John Solomon, editor-in-chief, uh, justthenews.com. By the way, also the author. I never knew he had it in him of a children's book that's a bestseller called Hidden uh, Headlines. Uh, Greg Jarrett, his latest bestseller is Trial of the Century. He wrote two top number one best-selling books on the Russia hoax. Here we go again, guys. You know, we're standing on an island by ourselves with the media going one way, destroy Trump. You know, we're going to have indictment what, four, then probably in New Jersey, what, an indictment five, and then they'll pile on, you know, superseding indictments. You know, it's never going to end, is it? Uh, Greg, let's talk about the legal aspects here. Well, uh, the legal aspects of Trump are the Devin Archer testimony. I, you... Well, compare the two, because it's, it's the heart of my argument, which is we don't have equal justice under the law. Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, clearly, Hunter Biden committed a crime under Farah. But he's not being prosecuted for that. Anybody in Donald Trump's orbit, orbit uh, was prosecuted uh, for FARA violations. Paul Manafort uh, went to prison for it. So, you know, there is a double uh, standard of justice and selective prosecution. And it's driven by Merrick Garland's uh, Department of Justice. But, you know, Devin Archer, you're absolutely right, Sean utterly demolished Joe Biden's lies that he knew nothing, was uninvolved. You know, Hunter was selling access to his father and policy influence. Archer's testimony proved it conclusively yesterday. And, it, yeah, he tried to minimize it by saying, oh, we were just selling the Biden brand. That's a marketing strategy because all brands sell something. Nike's a brand, but it sells Sports merchandise, Jeep's a brand. They sell cars. The Bidens were selling influence 
in exchange for millions of dollars. And, you know, Hunter essentially put his dad up for sale at the expense of America's national security. And, you know, Burisma was their most brazen scam. Uh, you know, there's a document where officials are demanding Hunter use his influence to get rid of the prosecutor. Uh, he gets uh, his dad on the phone to talk to the CEO of Burisma. Next thing we know, by his own admission, Joe saw to it the prosecutor was canned. So that's an illegal quid pro quo. It's pay-to-play scheme. That's known in the law books as bribery and conspiracy. And, by the way, to convict, you don't have to show that Joe Biden pocketed a penny. If he used his public office to enrich his family, which he did, that is felonious conduct. It's also an impeachable offense. That is a very critical point in the law that, frankly, I only hear that point being made by you, and I, I don't think it could be made often enough. All right, quick break. More with John Solomon, Greg Jarrett, all the news of the day, 800-941-SEAN, your number if you want to be a part of the program uh, as we continue. president of the United States. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Sean Hannity is on right now. Continue with uh, Greg Jarrett and John Solomon. Uh, John Solomon, your reporting has been stellar, and you just have a, a new report out as well. Yeah, listen, I think that the way to look at Devin Archer yesterday is that he provides significant corroboration to the uh, FD-1023 informant report. A separate informant meets with uh, Zolchevsky and Podarsky, the two top officials at Burisma, and he tells the FBI informant that uh, they bought Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as a package. That they, uh, that they, there's a direct quote from the. Well, did they really buy him as a package when they say that he thought the guy thought he was stupid and that his dog was smarter? Uh, well, listen, it's, it, uh, they clearly knew that Hunter Biden was the weaker part of the package, but here's what they said. They, this is a direct quote from the FBI. They hired Hunter Biden to protect us through his dad, right? That was the, that was the proposition. What does Devin Archer say yesterday? Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were the brand, and when Joe Biden, called into these meetings, he made clear that he was part of the brand proposition of what Hunter would get done for them. That's a very affirming thing. Uh, uh, the second thing that the FBI informant says is Hunter Biden was supposed to help Burisma deal with this problem with Zolchevsky. What does uh, Devin Archer tell the committee? Uh, uh, the Zolchevsky, I'm sorry, Shokin, the prosecutor, Zolchevsky and uh, uh, Vadim Prozarsky were the two top officials at Prisma, they were pressuring Hunter Biden to deal with Shokin. It matches again. The third thing that uh, the FBI informant says is that the, there was a bribe and that Hunter Biden million, Hunter Biden was going to get $5 million out of the bribe. Now, uh, Devin Archer doesn't say, I don't know anything about a bribe, but he does tell him something very important. Hunter Biden was being paid exactly $83,333 a month times 60 months. That actually matches exactly Five million dollars. The testimony yesterday uh, by uh, Devin Archer fills in and affirms a lot of the things that a separate FBI informant was telling the FBI. Uh, the stories are starting to match. The puzzle pieces are beginning to lock together. And one of the big lies that we were given 
in uh, 2020 for Joe Biden to win the presidency has now been forever destroyed. The Democrats and Joe Biden under and never be again be able to say Joe Biden wasn't meeting with his business partners. He was indeed. Oh, I mean, all of that. And then it, it goes to the heart of, you know, what what a danger this is, I think, to justice in America. You know, how many how many more indictments does Donald Trump get? Are we going to get up to five or six, Greg, or is, do they stop at four? Uh, unlimited. You know, they will do anything to eliminate uh, Joe Biden's main competition uh, for re-election. Uh, and so they have weaponized the Department of Justice against Donald Trump and also simultaneously turned it into a protection racket uh, for Joe and Hunter Biden. You know, make no mistake, you know, that sweetheart deal last week that imploded in federal court was meant to protect Joe Biden, because, you know, they don't want to bring fair charges against Hunter because Joe was involved in those overseas transactions. And it's it's not just Ukraine. Uh, That's just a sliver of the corrupt acts. Similar schemes involve China, Romania, Kazakhstan and Russia, the same countries over which Joe Biden as vice president ran foreign policy in the obama administration all right stay right there i gotta hold you both over uh we have just too much to talk about very specifically about what the country most of the country doesn't know about january 6th uh then we'll look forward to the you know uh, the expected georgia indictment uh but first i want to remind you the tunnel to towers foundation they support america's heroes they've been doing this uh and their family since 9 like Franklin, Tennessee police officer Jeffrey Carson and his family. Now, Officer Carson left his successful music career behind. He wanted to serve his community. Fourteen years he served on the Franklin Police Department before sadly he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty. That was in 2022. Then within weeks, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation met with Officer Carson's wife and son and let them know that they wouldn't have to worry about their mortgage ever again. This is what the Tunnel to Towers Foundation does every day. And when a first responder dies in the line of duty and they leave a young family behind, they are there to take care of them. Now, they're only able to do this because of your generosity. Now, I hope all of you will join us and commit to $11 a month. We at Team Hannity have committed to this. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Get to your calls in a minute and more with John Solomon and Greg Jarrett on the other side. Look, you may think things are okay with the economy right now, uh, but look what's happening. You know, record inflation, bank failures. Uh, some say, well, it may be behind us, maybe behind us. I'm not so sure. Uh, the stock market seems to be rebounding, but here's what you're not being told. Commercial real estate, well, that could ignite the next banking crisis. Keep your eyes open. Anyway, inflation could ramp back up due to a number of threats, skyrocketing payments on a national debt. That is a real threat to our economy, could send shockwaves through the entire economy. Uh, now, what does that mean for your retirement savings? You got to be smart. You got to be, you know, on, on top of all of this. And look, I have ever since I was able to start saving money, which was later in my adult life, to be honest, I live in paycheck to paycheck too many years, but I did diversify, and I always put a percentage of my income that I could save in gold and silver, and I'm glad I did. 
And I got some I I got some great deals back in the day, and I'm getting great deals even today. I still do it today. Anyway, you can put a portion of your savings in gold and silver. Uh, gold Co. is a top-rated company. They have the best reputation. Uh, you're going to love these guys. Anyway, give them a call. Uh, they'll answer any questions you have, 855-815-GOLD. When you do, by the way, you can get a free wealth protection kit, uh, up to $10,000 in free silver just for being a listener to this show. Anyway, call now. Get your free information kit, 855-815-GOLD, 855-815-GOLD. All right, so we continue now. You know, what is, you know, if you look from yesterday to today and the news, and if ever I've needed to highlight what is a dual justice system and unequal justice under the law, and we're not having equal application of our laws, it's now. Let me go over this, the things that I think and John Solomon and Greg Jarrett are with us think was missing in the coverage, for example, on January 6th. Like, if you look at the January six committee uh sadly they they never subpoenaed nancy pelosi they never subpoenaed the sergeant of arms they never got their texts they never got their emails they never answered questions nancy pelosi is in charge of safety at the capitol she's the head of it why didn't why didn't she get questioned about her actions that day we have videotape of her you know being filmed by her daughter uh she didn't look too stressed out as all all that was happening around her but we can't allow stuff like this to happen again. I won't play it now, but you got to look at Lester Holt's report on NBC News saying that they had actionable intelligence for weeks and they didn't act on it. How come that didn't come up in the January 6th hearing? How come Muriel Bowser, the mayor of D.C., was not questioned? Why in writing did you say you would not accept the calling up of National Guard troops? Why didn't they bring in the former Capitol Police Chief. There's only been 10 Capitol Police Chiefs. I'm talking about Chief Sund in this case. He actually wrote a book about all of this. An amazing man. He no longer works there. But he had been calling for the Guard based on intelligence for days. And yet he was denied every single time. And that day, January 6th, he was pleading for help. Nobody came. Nobody helped him. He wasn't calling Donald Trump. Okay, Donald Trump has his rally. The words, many of you will peacefully, patriotically uh, march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Okay, uh, now we've got charges against, what, Donald Trump for what? Inciting an insurrection? They didn't play this during the January 6th committee. Now, they're not going to play it before any grand jury. They can indict a ham sandwich, but they are, you know, that this will come out at trial. All of this information, well, I assume the judge will let it in, although... You know, if, if you're a Republican or a conservative in New York or D.C. in a courtroom, frankly, the odds of you doing well are not very good. I would argue even the same thing for Fulton County, Georgia, which is, you know, next on the, the hit list. So, you know, there's a lot happening here and a lot of information. But the saddest part to me of the January 6th committee is with all that information, they could have taken steps to protect our capital to protect this great institution, to protect every elected official. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. we got to protect our elected officials. we got to protect our institutions. And that would prevent anything like that from ever happening again. And you got to learn, well, what, what did we know in terms of the intelligence and why wasn't it acted upon? Anyway, we continue. John Solomon, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com. 
uh, also author of the children's book, Hidden Headlines. Greg Jarrett is with us. His latest book, Trial of the Century, Clarence Darrow. Wow, what a page turner it is. Um, and, and let me start with you, Greg Jarrett, because, I mean, if you're going to charge Trump for inciting violence and an insurrection based on speech, well, you tell me, you know, what part of that speech meets the legal definition of, you know, somebody encouraging imminent lawless action, which I saw in a column of yours. That's right. Imminent lawless action is the legal and constitutional standard, and nowhere in his speech did Trump encourage it. Uh, so charging him with inciting violence or an insurrection uh, based on the speech would be utterly absurd. Not even special counsel Jack Smith is that dumb. Uh, so it looks as though he rolled up his sleeves and combed through the criminal codes and said, uh, yeah, let's let, let's go with conspiracy to defraud the government. What's that? Well, that's a knowingly false and deceitful interference in an election. Um, that is an enormous stretch, and it ain't going to work, because it's not a crime to claim the election was stolen. Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi did the same thing four years earlier. Stacey Abrams did it. That's right. Nor was it election interference to challenge the certification of electors on January 6th, because that's permitted under the Electoral Count Act, and indeed Democrats challenged certification four years earlier and in prior elections. So under the law, you know, Smith would have to prove deceit, craft, trickery. Well, if Donald Trump truly believed he won, even if he was wrong... He's entitled to use the legal process to contest the outcome. That's not government fraud. You know, you did a lot of great reporting on all of this, uh, John Solomon. You you first made me aware, uh, for example, of the Capitol Police Chief's son and what he had to say. And, and we've had him on this program. We've had him on TV. I know you've had him on your program. Um, and, and there's so much that... We could have gleaned for it. They, they could have gotten their pound of flesh and and criticized Donald Trump all they want. You know, they can criminalize this all they want, which is obvious and clear. However, um, that doesn't mean that it rises to the occasion of the crime that they're alleging, does it? Now, listen, there's some important developments in the last 24 hours I want to call attention to. And Greg's analysis is right on the money again, as always. Uh, last night, a Pennsylvania state judge ruled that uh, Donald Trump can't be sued for the statements he made, sowing doubt over the 2020 election because they're covered by presidential immunity. That is a legal argument we're going to need to keep an eye on as Jack uh, Smith and others begin to bring uh, their potential cases against the president. Very important a ruling. Not a lot of people paying attention to it. Uh, there is a presidential immunity question that hasn't even begun to be litigated. But I want to go to another piece of evidence. Tomorrow I'm going to put out some information. It, uh, it is the documents that former NYPD Commissioner Bernie Carrick just turned over to Jack Smith. They're belatedly turned over because there were questions about privilege. They show the state of the investigation into all the claims that Donald Trump was looking into and making allegations about. Now, one can argue hey, w whether Trump's uh, allegations were right or not, but what they show is that this investigation by Bernie Carrick, a former police commissioner, he was conducting it like a police department, that it hadn't resolved any of the questions, that they were still actively investigating things and they had not concluded 
conclude it one way or the other, whether something was true or not. That evidence could put a very big wrench into the Jack Smith argument that Donald Trump was trying to defraud people because he knew what he was saying was not true. The investigators working right under Donald Trump and his legal team actually hadn't made conclusions yet. That's what these documents show. We're going to make those public tomorrow. But these are very big issues that the very fast-moving Jack Smith issue uh, investigation really hasn't considered or certainly not publicly debated. Let me ask about this Pennsylvania state judge yesterday ruling um, uh, Greg Jarrett on the legal side that an election worker cannot sue former President Trump over statements he made sowing doubt about the 2020 election results while in office, finding the statements are protected by presidential immunity. What, What was your take on that? Well, uh, John, as nicely as he always does, summarized it. Um, You know, when you're acting in a capacity as president, uh, even if it's election related, um, you have governmental immunity. And I think that's going to be a serious obstacle for uh, special counsel Jack Smith. Um, You know, the other aspect of this is the political implication. These indictments have only steal the resolve of voters who support Trump. They see a venal and corrupt Department of Justice. They see these local prosecutors in New York and Georgia driven purely by political animus, not fidelity to the law. And, you know, voters have wised up. They watched for three years as Trump was falsely accused in the Russia hoax. They watched Hillary get away with clear crimes. Now they see Joe Biden and his son selling out their country for self-enrichment. No consequence. You know, so the DOJ and the FBI, they've been burying incriminating evidence, obstructing the investigation into the Bidens. They gifted Hunter a lenient sweetheart plea deal with blanket immunity. I mean, Americans see this for what it is, corruption. You know, I mean, I think they do. I mean, it it is a phenomenon, John, that every time, you know, they do this and they charge Trump and they go after Trump, it just, why do his poll numbers go up so high? I mean... I mean, that I've never seen or would have uh, uh, predicted that something like that would happen. But is it just the pile-on effect that is never-ending, nonstop, you know, attack against this one guy? People don't see it as prosecution anymore, but they see it as persecution? Listen, I think the New York Times and the Washington Post suddenly are wrestling with this reality. It's driving them nuts uh, to see that this dynamic that uh, Donald Trump gets more popular with each accusation launched against them. I think it's rooted back in the story that we all started working on together. People realized that Russia collusion was a delusion, that it was it took the country through three years of unnecessary debate and all these false stories are out there. Then they're now learning, oh, we were told not to believe the Hunter Biden stuff and that Donald Trump had no right to ask for an investigation of Hunter Biden. Oh, wait, there was a reason. <laughs> there wasn't uh, there was wrongdoing by Hunter Biden. He's about to plead guilty. I think they're processing these last seven years and starting to realize that they no longer believe the official narratives coming out of Washington. And as a result, they're doubling down on Donald Trump, either because they think he got a raw deal or because maybe they themselves felt gypped about how the first term of Donald Trump uh, occurred or what happened in the 2020 election. We were lied to about the Hunter Biden laptop. We were lied to by Joe Biden on a lot of these points. I think it's a very powerful dynamic that pollsters are just beginning to start to measure. And it scares the Democrats to heck because this has been their seven-year strategy, and all of a sudden, it's having the opposite effect of what they wanted. Let me ask you, let's look ahead to the, the next likely indictment. 
uh, which would be Georgia. I've read that transcript over and over and over again, Greg Jarrett. When you read it in context, because the media only focuses on one line, I only need 11,000, whatever, 735 votes, whatever the number is. And yet, you know, this was a long conversation. And Donald Trump went through specifically where he thought that there was fraudulent activity in Georgia. And, you know, 400,000 votes he talks about at one point, 14,000 votes at another point. And he goes on and on and on about all the examples that he felt where the voting was not right. Um, You know, there was an interesting audit of the audit, and that was the one in Cobb County, and everybody had wanted Fulton County done, but by the AJC, and they even found, I think, what, 5,000 votes in in the recount of the recount um, that they had miscounted and, and didn't factor in properly, but that was, the numbers still remained the same. But my question is, you know, when you look at it in context, I don't think you can get a, a fair uh, trial as a conservative in a in a Fulton County court. I think the Georgia Supreme Court will give them a fair hearing, though. Yes, I think I think you've stated it precisely. Um, you know, in the end, I, you can't really uh, criminalize the ability under law for a losing candidate to challenge. Uh, because the law provides for challenges. And in the greater context of that conversation with the Secretary of State, that's what uh, Trump was demanding, a recalculation. And he was citing what he thought were reliable statistics. Again, as I said before, if you genuinely believe uh, that you think you've won, that something went wrong with the election system, whether it was fraudulent or otherwise, you were allowed to make that challenge. The law permits it. That ain't a crime. And, you know, I think this is well, politically driven. I got to thank you both. A great informative hour. Uh, a lot of breaking news. John Solomon, thank you. Greg Jarrett, thank you. Appreciate you both. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. biggest stories of the day with solutions to help move america forward this is the sean hannity show here's the greatest thing about pure talk my cell phone company a veteran-owned company is they offer the exact same service because they use the exact same cell towers, the same 5G network as AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and the average family for the same service is saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families are saving even much, much more than that. And they have the best plans and the best ways to save money for the exact same service. And the great news is if you're a current Pure Talk customer or you're going to join the stampede of us to, that have made the switch to save the money for the same service. Uh, they just included, by the way, uh, a whole bunch of new data and mobile hotspot to every plan without one penny increase at all. Now, if you've been considering Pure Talk and you haven't made the, the move yet, well, today's the day to make the switch. Uh, they'll do it simple, fast, and easy for you. And for 20 bucks a month, they're offering right now unlimited talk, unlimited text, 
50% more 5G data and mobile hotspot. That's $20 a month. Make the call. Dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword save now. Make the switch. Do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250. Keyword save now. Make the switch to my cell phone company. Save money for the same service. Pure talk. All right. So when we come back, we're expecting the uh, special counsel, Jack Smith, to give a announcement presser. Obviously, it has to do pertaining to the January 6th issue and, and charges, et cetera, et cetera. We'll have it all for you at the top of the next hour. And uh, stations along the Sean Hannity affiliate line, we may be looking at blowing a break or two, depending on how long it goes on. I wouldn't expect it's going to go that long. Anyway, all coming up next hour. News Roundup information overload hour straight ahead. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. 